Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with a word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Glenn, and as per usual, I do give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 244 of our podcast. Well, thanks to you, family. I have a conversation for you based on an old proverb that I heard as I was growing up. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to work with, a snack, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you is coming to you with a dog that brings a bone, carries a bone. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So back in my youth, I can remember hearing this quote unquote proverb. And this is not a proverb from the scriptures. It's more of a community slash cultural proverb. It went just like what we mentioned in our introduction, that a dog that brings a bone also carries a bone. And when you think about a dog, if it brings a bone to you or brings something to you, it can also carry something away from you someplace else. The dog represented a gossiper or tail bearer, and that bone represented the news that that dog would carry. Now, by no means were the people in my life calling anyone dogs. That wasn't the point. This was just a very vivid illustration of what happens with gossiping or tail-bearing, as it's called in the Bible, and how it goes back and forth. And it's the dog that carries that back and forth between person to person. All right, so that's the backdrop of what we're talking about today. And it's interesting, BCU fan, because I hadn't given too much thought to that particular saying until recently as I was just mulling over in my mind with the Lord what to talk about. And he dropped that into my mind. And it actually works out well because I have, of course, a story around tail bearing. So let's let's talk about that. Now, giving you some context and some background when it comes to tail bearing, gossiping, tail bearing, and this is what the Bible calls it. And we'll go into some scriptures momentarily. 
I am pretty sad to say that this was a normal part of my growing up. Now, I didn't know any better at that time. And this is why the Lord comes in to save us, because the things that we think are normal and uh, things that we're supposed to do, the Lord will let you know that they should not be a part of your life. So I noticed pretty often uh, people who would gossip back and forth. So I just thought it was what we were supposed to do. Now, I also noticed that as I got into probably my latter elementary school and early middle school years, especially middle school years, that tail-bearing and gossip, it was a troublemaker. I can distinctly remember where you would have person A who would go to person B and say, well, person C said such and such and such about you. And of course, person B would get angry and then want to confront person C about what was allegedly said. And there were arguments and fights and people not speaking to one another and all kinds of factions and things like that. And we don't think about it in a spiritual way, you know, a lot of times as youngsters, but this was really just a trick of the enemy to bring division and to cause problems because that's what it is that he does. And we didn't recognize it at that time because, you know, when you're walking your flesh, you're young. And if you're not saved, and you can be saved and be young. So don't, don't get me wrong there, BCU family. There are plenty of young people who are saved. I grew up in church and was not, so I didn't think anything of this other than it was just a normal regular part of what it is that happened. It was hurtful, though, I will say that, and it caused a lot of problems. Now, as as young people, you eventually get past all of that. During that time, though, it it was messy and awful. Now, that messiness that gossip caused between people actually extended into my adulthood. And even after I was saved, I happened to notice that gossip was something that happened among the people of God. And again, because this was, I was pretty much indoctrinated to this behavior. It really hadn't, I really hadn't thought that anything was wrong with it until the Lord brought it to my attention very vividly through a situation that I went through. And I will link the show notes. I believe I did a podcast on that a while back. I will link the show notes uh, to that. What I will say to you is, is that my just as a synopsis of what happened is that something that I mentioned to someone in confidence, that person decided that it was a good idea to put all of that information on display and to tell people. And it got back to me. And, you know, I did gently thank the Lord, confront the individual. The person did, you know, apologize and said they didn't mean anything by it. We're okay now. And this was years and years ago. We're okay now. I will say to you, BCU fam, that the relationship has not been the same because there's a a breach of trust when it comes to uh, people and and gossiping and tailbearing and things like that. And this is why we don't want to practice this as people of God. So I, I have a sensitivity to keeping people's, you know, to not spreading pe- spreading around people's business and also when people bring things when the dog brings a thing I, that's something that immediately my spirit just starts to get really <laughs> sensitive to it 
And I, I have to react in the way that the Lord would have me to. So I said all that. You all know that I love my background to set you up for something that happened a while back. And I wanted to share that with you in regard to uh, gossiping. Now, let's let's do this. Let's go to the word of God and talk about what uh, whisperers, talebearers, gossips do. And those words are used as synonyms in the word of God. We're going to go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 16, verse number 28. Proverbs 16, verse 28. And what Solomon says to us here is, is that a forward man sows strife and a whisperer or a talebearer or a gossiper separates chief friends. So as I have mentioned in my middle school years and even with the person in my early adult life that had that gossiping type of thing going on, it, it separates. It sows strife. And that's what happened in a situation that I'll share with you all. So you all know that I'm not going to give any detail because I like to keep privacy, right? We're, we're talking about gossip and we want to make sure that we're concealing things. So what happened was, and this took me back to my middle school years, is that I'll say person A called person B, okay? And in that conversation between A and B, C and D were mentioned, okay? So we've got <laughs> A and B, <laughs> C and D. Now, it so happened that person B started to say some unflattering things about persons C and D. Y'all with me though so far? And it so happened that uh, person C would be yours truly. Now, um, I was not privy to this conversation. It, it What happened was, is that again, A and B were chatting and uh, I was mentioned and it got to me that person B was, was saying all kinds of things that really they had no business saying and None of it was true. It was it was all fabricated and, and so on and so forth. So as um, this, this news was being brought to me, and the person that brought the news to me uh, certainly did not mean anything by it. It was more of a concern and, and whatnot, and, and that's where it was, and we thank God for the individual. I will say to you, BCU fam, and I haven't had to deal with this in such a long time, that immediately my my flesh rose where I started to think. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, well, I need to take care of this. I need to, you know, confront the individual. You all know I talk about that. I need to do this. I need to do that. And then the Lord stopped me. Lord, I thank you. And the Lord stopped me. And the Lord said to me, this is hearsay. This is secondhand news. We've got two dogs. And again, the dogs, I'm not calling anyone a dog. It's just the representation bringing back this news and I needed to talk to the Lord first the Lord was like pray about this talk to me about this before you go to try to straighten things out 
And as I was thinking it through, that it was hearsay, the Lord reminded me. And, you know, BCU fam, I've been talking about this scripture for a long time. James chapter 1, verse number 19. The Lord reminds us through James. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man, and that means every woman too, be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Okay, so I needed to be quick to hear what the word of God was saying to me, what the spirit was saying to me, and then slow to speak and slow to get angry or to wrath because really wrath is anger out of out of control. And then the second, um, not the second part of the verse, that next verse, verse number 20 in James chapter one says, for the wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. And as I was listening to what this person, person B allegedly said, you know, as, as anytime your character is being attacked or besmirched, your immediate reaction, and for most people, is defense mode. And you want to defend yourself and, and say these things. And I had to ask the Lord to help me to not be reactive to what allegedly allegedly was being said. And I thank God for it. And the Lord just led me to take that to Jesus, take it to him and to leave it there. Because for me to go and confront a uh, person B about what I had heard they said without actually asking questions and whatnot, that's not of God. That's, that's not what we do. So as I was processing this and talking to the Lord about it, the Lord just let me know that if the conversation, if I ever got a chance to talk to B, person B, and if the conversation ever came up with the person who allegedly had said what they said, to deal with it at that time. Until then, I was to just pray and leave it alone. That was my direction from God, and I thank God for it. Now, I'm praying for person B because I'll, I'll say to you all that I wouldn't be surprised if if person B said some of what they said. I wouldn't be surprised just knowing, you know, who they are and their character and all of that sort of thing. And we, again, thank God for uh, the people who <laughs> give us a hard time in life. We thank God for them because they are the ones God often uses situations and people to shape us to be who uh, we are. And we have to understand that God allows certain things to happen so that he can test us. Now, he knows what's going to happen. Uh, it's for our good and, and it's for our shaping and our molding and our making and for us to be able to tell of what we did, whether we did it the right way or not. Uh, it's it's to glorify God. Amen. So ideally, we want to do things the right way so that God is glorified. And if not, we can say, well, listen, this is an area where I stubbed my toe. This is an area where I fell short. And the next time it comes up, I'm going to do it God's way. So we've taken care of in prayer the person be the alleged uh, person who said the, the unflattering things. Now we have to deal with the the people who are bringing this information. So if I if I go to person A who actually brought the the information, uh, not directly to me, but brought it to someone else, and that someone else brought it to me. When we think about a dog bringing a bone and carrying a bone, what that says 
BCU fam, is that if that person is so easy to spread this information, and I want y'all to listen to me closely here, and this person didn't, I know that they didn't mean anything by it, but we have to call it what it is. I, when you're easy to bring third-party information to someone and to start this kind of trouble, you're also the one that's going to go back and, and say what the, person, what the uh, person's reaction was. That's where that, that bringing the bone and carrying the bone is. And that's a person that cannot be trusted. Amen? There, there's a lack of trust here. And the scriptures let us to know, I'm going to go back to the word of God, the words of a talebearer or a gossip or a whisperer are as wounds. And they go down in the innermost parts of the belly. That's Proverbs chapter 26, verse 22. So as those words were coming to the person that brought them to me and then to myself, they went down as wounds. And what a person of God should do, and again, we're, we're not talking about people who know the Lord the way that they, and they should at this particular point in their lives, and we're praying for them to get there, to be saved. But they don't realize that what's being said, it hurts an individual. And what we are to do, if someone is bringing us this news, if someone is bringing the news to us about someone else, is that, that we have to put that fire out. We have to stop those wounds. Amen? Now, when people bring this kind of information, uh, they a lot of times they, they're not here to hurt. They think they're here to help. And I understand that. They think they're here to help. What we have to do as people of God, if someone is bringing us something, is that we have to stop it. So Proverbs 26 and 20 says, where, there, where no wood is, the fire goes out. So where the tail, I'm sorry, so where there is no tail bearer, the strife ceases. So the tail bearing has to stop someplace. We have to put it out. And that's where we come in as people of God. Because if someone is, is bringing me something, they're being, and, and they're, I know that on their minds, they may not have any will, ill will. It, it, we have to recognize the enemy for who he is and that he is shrewd in his workings and that it is to cause trouble. It's to cause strife. The Bible says so. The Bible says so. So with that being said, with that being said, what we are to do is that we need to stop the fire by praying, asking the Lord what to say, and then responding accordingly. Now, as someone is bringing you something, what you can say, BCU fam, if the Lord doesn't give you something else to say, you want to pray first, right? Because we want to be slow to speak. And my questions are, have you spoken to the individual about the situation? Now, let me, let me just say this. There's a difference between gossip and maligning someone and then just, listen, I need some advice about such and such and so-and-so. And as you're listening, BCU fam, the Lord will let you know what this person is doing. You should get uncomfortable in your spirit. And the Lord will let you know. And, and my question is, have you spoken to the individual? Because if there is an issue with you and someone else, 
Uh, we really should be taking it to the Lord and we really should be going to the individual. That is really the, the way that the Lord has it set up. I do know that sometimes people don't know how to approach people and they want to go to someone for advice. And, and that's understandable if you're working as the mediator or counseling someone. But to run someone down, you know, with unflattering things, or that's not what God would have us to do. So have you talked to the individual? You know, where are you getting this information from? That's one thing. And then the other thing, and even more powerful is, have you prayed, hallelujah, Lord, about it? You're coming to me with such and such about so-and-so. Have you talked to Jesus about this situation? Have you brought this to Jesus? Mm. Lord, I thank you. My spirit just quickened BCU family. Have we prayed about it? And normally that stops the individual from even continuing that conversation because the answer is more than likely no. And because that answer is no, then that's how we advise the tail bearer is that they need to take the situation to the Lord in prayer and then confront the individual as the Lord has led them. That is our direction. And that's how we put out the fire of tail bearing. Now, BCU fam, we cannot control people. God does not control us. Therefore, we cannot control people because I hear someone saying, well, I don't know what they're going to do. You do what the Lord has instructed you to do. And if they follow your advice, God be glorified. If they decide to go in a different way, well, you know, God will take care of that, too. If they don't do what the Lord has advised them to do. So we want to make sure that we're erring on the side of following what the Lord says so that he's glorified, honored and praised in our lives. Amen. Amen. Now, listen, BCU fam, I have to give God glory, honor, and praise for how he worked the situation out uh, with me. <laughs> Let me tell you all, it, it's, it's, I tell you, God is so good. So as I prayed about it and left it with the Lord, I did that and did not react. And I thank God for that. And the people that have brought me the information in the first place I saw that there was not a real reaction out of me. And I thank God for that. And not too long after this alleged situation had taken place, this conversation, uh, the person asked me to help them to do something. The person allegedly uh, said all of these unflattering things. And can I tell you all that Matthew chapter 5 verses 43 through 45 were in full effect? Can I tell you all that? <laughs> because I had taken it to the Lord and left it there. I actually forgot really about what the person had allegedly said and how I was feeling initially. And Matthew chapter five, verses 43 through 45 say, ye have heard it been said that thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you that you may be the children of your father, which is in heaven. For he makes the sun to rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. And in thinking about that, if this person said what they said, you know, they're not a friend, they're an enemy, right? You have friends or enemies. There's no in between. <laughs> and what we're instructed to do when things start to happen like this is that we are to love, we are to bless or speak well of, 
We are to do good and we are to pray. And the Lord gave me an opportunity to do good. I have prayed <laughs> and the Lord gave me an opportunity to do good, to speak well of, and to love on this individual. And I thank God for it. When I went to take care of whatever it was that they were asking, uh, there was no malice, no hate, no side comments, none of that. I had forgotten about the whole thing, BCU fam. Uh, the conversation was pleasant and we have been all right ever since. So we just give God praise, glory, and honor. Now imagine if I had gotten in that person's face, you know, what would have transpired? God would not have been glorified, BCU family. It would have been a mess. It would have been a complete mess. So I don't know uh, <laughs> what happened and, and why it was brought other than this situation the Lord allowed to bring him glory, honor, and praise. And it is my prayer that the people that have brought me the information in the first place saw all of this and that they will look to see what they can do to make sure that they are uh, doing what the Lord uh, instructs in the word of God. Amen. Amen. That's what it's all about. This is how we are witnesses to people who don't know the Lord so that they can come to know him. And for those that do, uh, this is how we handle things according to what the word of God says. So all of this has a purpose and to God be the glory. I tell you, God is just great and greatly to be praised. You him. I am just excited in my spirit today and I just give God uh, honor and I magnify him because he is so worthy uh, of all the praise, glory, and honor. So with that, BCU fam, I have got to wrap things up. I know I was enjoying the conversation, but I'll tell you what, if you're not already there, head to the blaincouragesyou.com site. Right at the bottom, there is a comment section. Take a moment to leave a comment and then let's continue our conversation. So with that BCU fam, it is time for me to wrap up. Uh, once again, this is Blen from BlenCouragesYou.com here. Thank you all so much for your prayerful support and for listening in. I see how many listens are, are coming across. And I have to tell you all that that encourages my heart. So please continue listening. I continue sharing so that we can grow the impact of our podcast so that God's word can be an encouragement to somebody. That's what it's all about. So... Lord will be to you, fam, until the next time that we are together. May our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you all peace, and help you to deal with those tail bearers in the right way as you stay on the wall. God bless you, everybody. <laughs>